Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey everyone, it's Joe Sargentopoulos back with Two Brothers, One Mike. As always, my brother Tony is here. What's up, Joe? And hello to all the listeners out there. Um, what's going on? How you been today? <laughs> Oh, just nursing a head cold. It's, yeah. I don't know, just came out of nowhere, hit me overnight. Uh, yeah, I have to sleep with one of those CPAP machines, and I don't know if maybe it ran a little cold, and having cold air blow up into your nose and in your mouth all night just sometimes doesn't doesn't do you uh, very much good when you wake up the next morning. It's a little I, cough, and ugh, it's yeah, nasty. I can imagine. But, yeah, so is what it is. All right, so today we're going to be talking about calories and what they are, whether or not we should count them, and try to wrap up today's with a segment about you know insulin sensitivity, insulin resistance. Um, you know, just touching on it a little bit, basically because it's it's going to play a role in future podcasts. Uh, the information yeah. that we give there, but so let's just you know I'm going to start off by asking you because we know that there's you know many different uh, interpretations of of what a calorie is and whether or not it should be counted so let me just throw it over to you about what your thoughts are with calories all right so you know we're 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 going to be talking about this on so many different shows uh as time goes on so i mean folks what we what we really want to do is make sure one thing this is not the do all end all uh of the shows that we're going to be talking about calories and, and nutrition and so on and so forth. Uh, please don't think that we're going to try and cram all this information into one show. This is going to be a constant on uh, Two Brothers, One Mike. Uh, promise that. Uh, but right now, just to get an introduction, as Joe's, Joe was saying, into what we what we want to talk about here are <laughs> calories. So many misinterpretations out there about what a calorie is. A calorie is not – I think folks picture calories, a lot of folks do this, as something you put in your wallet, you know, something you put in your purse, something you put in your pocket and carry with you from one place to another. Calories are not physical objects. Well, you know what? Let, let, me, let me touch some real quick. I think also what a, a big misinterpretation of what a calorie is is a part of food. Uh, they see it as like fiber. Or like a nutrient of right. food, like it's yeah. something that is of uh, 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 an actual part of food. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Right. Well, no, no, no. Absolutely. It, 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 that's exactly what happens in its simplest term. All right. In simplest terms, a calorie is a unit of energy. It's measured just like any other thing is measured in the metric system. Mm-hmm. It's a it, it's a unit of energy. Uh, it's measurement measuring how much energy an individual can obtain. When consuming a certain amount of, you know, of these units in the form of food and drink. Right. So if you take in, say, uh, uh, you know, a nutrient enriched food, say something like, uh, what, give me a good example, to say that if you ate an apple, it gives you so much energy per gram. Per gram. And that energy per gram is a calorie or the calories of that. Right. And we're going to talk, we're going to touch a little bit on that and a little bit later on in the show. Uh, You know, the term calorie. Uh, was founded by a French chemist, and uh, dare I dare I do it? Dare I try to talk French here? Antoine Lavoisier. Uh, uh, I don't want to be Alec Trebek. You know, Alec, uh, rest in peace, memory eternal. Would always try to, you know, uh, talk a different language and, and 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 make a you know make the take the dialect from that language when he would say the term, but. Uh, uh, Antoine, if you're out, you know, if you're out there still today, I apologize for, for the, uh, the name, but he, 
or 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 any you know future generation of yeah. Antoine uh, yeah. Lavoisier's yes Lavoisier yeah yeah he used it okay what he did was he used it to determine the body's internal heat mm-hmm. that was his way of measuring it so you know when you're looking at macronutrients and when we talk about macronutrients and we're going to talk about these all the time right. carbohydrates protein fat mm-hmm. uh, we can easily determine how much energy we are consuming by using simple math and here you know I said later on in the show and here we are uh, <laughs> carbohydrates they have four calories per one gram of consumption, okay, right. whereas protein has the same. So every time you have a gram of protein, you end up uh, consuming four calories. So yep. if you take in 10 grams of protein, you multiply that by four, that's 40 calories. 40 same, calories. Thing for, same thing for carbohydrates. Now, mm-hmm. fats on a different level is uh, more than two times that. So anytime you consume one gram of fat, you're taking in nine calories. Now – I guarantee you, mm-hmm. the folks that are listening, I don't know how many, the, what percentage, but it's a high number. Let, let, let me Just say cringed. it. Just Let me, let, let me yeah. say it. So that means that if I, well, then fat is bad because if I have too much fat, obviously it's, it's already inherently bad. It, it's already more calories, right? Right. And so, and so you and I both know how false that is. Right. right? right. So, but that's, that's the assumption. And it's again, based on, we, we touched on this. It's based on what happened to this country many decades ago. And we're going to have mm-hmm. a show about that. And it was purposely done uh, yep. for marketing and money. And, yep. and we'll, we'll touch on that in another show, but nonetheless, nine calories per one gram of fat. Mm-hmm. That is consumed, you know, and, and here's an interesting fact. Okay. And th- th- this, this is an interesting fact that I found in some research and, uh, <laughs> does it have anything to really do with today's show? No, but I think it's still an interesting fact that people could talk about. I think many people will take this fact and take it to the dinner table with them or take it to a friend's house with and say, did you guys know this? So here it is. Let me lay it on you. Yeah. A donut has the same amount of calories. Now, when we talk about a donut, we're not talking about for, – for my friends in Lansing, we're not talking about a quality dairy cream stick that's like a foot long and a foot wide. <laughs> we're talking about your normal donut, all right, uh, is approximately 450 calories, 450 right. calories. That is the same amount of calories that you find in a stick of dynamite. Right. Now, folks, again, remember calories, food, that's what we think, calories, No, calories are what? A unit of measurement, measuring heat. So in a stick of dynamite, you have 450 calories, the same as your average donor. Well, hold on real real quick. Is it heat or energy? Energy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my fault. My fault. So now when you're looking at that, okay, again, when we look at the definition of a calorie and understand what we are measuring, we must keep in mind Mm -hmm. That a stick of dynamite is put together to explode immediately. Right. Right. Upon you light the wick and run for your life and then boom, right? Everything all at once on impact. So, you know, everyone's thinking, oh my God, am I gonna eat a donut and blow up? I mean, literally blow up, not literally, not literally, (laughs) figuratively speaking, we donuts and blow up, but literally that's not going to happen. And the reason why is because when you're eating a donut, you're releasing energy and it's taking a much longer period of time for that process to take place as opposed to when you light the wick of a stick, you know, a stick of dynamite. Right. So, exactly. So, yeah. 
So you're not going to blow up literally, but I thought that was kind of interesting that both yeah, the donut yeah. and a stick of dynamite, because figuratively speaking, it, it, it is a great example, you know, sure. in terms of <laughs> what we're talking about here. Yeah. Like I was talking about last week with my donuts with White House, you know, well, and, and, and donuts you know? are going to donuts in the reason why for, for our listeners, the reason why donuts are going to come up so often is because you're talking to two donut addicts and you know, yeah. we're two donut addicts. We, 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 we can't express enough how bad it used to be and how we control that situation now, uh, you know, and, and hopefully continue to control it in, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I was, when we were younger, there was a little little store. And those of us from the little city of Camel that might remember uh, that maybe you're listening to this and you're not, you know, still in the area. Uh, Miko Dairy uh, yeah. was where we used to go down there and get our donuts. What were they like? You know, 20, 25 cents each? For 25. You give four cream sticks for 25 cents each. I mean, you, where, where yeah. are you going wrong at, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but yeah, of course, the digestive system, the, the whole process is going to be a lot slower. So you're not looking at that immediate impact like a stick of dynamite with ignition. Right. That is interesting, though, to say the least. Um, right. Okay. So now with that quick explanation of calories, I'm going to preface everything else that I'm about to say. Uh, with, you know, listen, no worries. No matter how confusing this is going to get, I promise there's a solution in the end. And so the next thing that comes to mind is, do we count calories to lose weight? Good question. And you're going to hear different thoughts, even from me on this one, because I can tell you that unequivocally, without a doubt, your total calories eaten per day is of absolute importance when it comes to getting healthy and losing weight. Sure. Now, that being said, I'm going to say this this one extra part so that I don't sound like a hypocrite in a later show, okay? Um, it is an important stepping stone, okay? It is a great starting block. It is awesome to be able to, when you start to count calories, you're learning more about nutrients, you're learning more about what's going into your body, you're learning more about the process. There's so many people that just want to take this pill or just do this one thing and just lose weight and then I'll be healthy. The magic pill, yeah. Right. Yeah, well, it's even beyond that. Like they, they want the, the magic pill um, and then no worries. Like, and it's not, it's not the same. Be no more concerns. I don't even have to be concerned anymore. I eat this. I do this exercise. I take this supplement. I'm going to live forever. And and that's, that's not the case. You have to constantly um, or routinely keep yourself, um, you know, in check. Right. And mm-hmm. so that being said, this is a great start <clears throat> learning how much you're taking in, learning about how much you're, you're burning and how it works for you. But it's just the start. There comes a point in time where counting calories um, is going to, uh, uh, I don't want to say not be enough, but you're going to find that there is a healthier and easier way to do it. More so, sane. More yeah, sane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, you know, I'm, I'm prefacing all of what I'm about to say with that. But does it mean that what I'm going to say right now isn't just as important? Because, again, it's a great starting place, a great, you know, uh, 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 starting block for, you know, to, to, to launch your, your, your marathon. That is a healthy lifestyle. All right. So there's two numbers that you can look at as like your target numbers. The first is your ceiling, which is going to be your your maintenance calorie goal. And it accounts for your everyday voluntary, keyword voluntary activities, including Mm -hmm. work, exercise, leisurely walking, you know, stuff like that. The other one would be your floor. And it's also known as you probably heard BMR, your basal metabolic rate. These are the calories that are needed for vital involuntary functions, breathing, heartbeat, things like that things like that. Uh, Both of these numbers are going to vary for each person. They're based on age, height, and activity level. But for argument's sake, let's say your floor 
or your BMR is 1800. Uh, you can't, you don't want to go below this because if you do, it slows down your metabolic rate, causing weight retention and the breakdown of muscle tissue. And that's all bad. Right. Uh, all other shows. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, your ceiling might be something like 2200. Again, that's your voluntary activity level, the, the amount of calories you need for voluntary activity. Um, the actual name for that, by the way, is TDEE, total, in case you didn't have enough information <laughs> for me, <laughs> right. let me tell you this, it's called TDEE, it's your total daily energy expenditure, total daily energy, exp- it, it makes sense, okay, uh, yeah. and and if you consider what, what Tony was saying earlier, as far as what his definition of a calorie was, uh, with the units of energy, uh, and how much you need, Okay, it, it, it makes sense. So yes. the sweet spot to lose weight in a healthy way should be between these two numbers, your ceiling and your floor, those two targets. How do you accomplish staying in between these target numbers without counting the calories you consume, right? So it makes sense that you should have to count calories. And again, I don't disagree. You should be able to know you know what what it is in the beginning i'm talking more to my um uh, dare i say uh, uh baby dieters or or new listeners people who are saying hey i want to get in shape i want to lose weight i want to uh, learn about nutrition or whatever and they're just starting out i know this isn't for you know those who uh, have those who have you know 10 years in in health and fitness and masters degrees in sports science okay uh but but this is for our our new listeners Beginners. or yeah yeah People, I'm sorry, at the uh, uh, at, a, at a beginner level. So mm-hmm. now, all that information aside, before you throw your hands up and say forget this because that is way too much information, and you know I, I promised that there was going to be an easy solution, and I have it. Okay, um, I introduce you to an app that I've been using a lot. Everything that I've eaten, it's called Lose It. One big word, L-O-S-E-I-T. And it's been there for me through my entire weight loss journey, and it's helped me to get to where I am now. Okay, you enter the required personal info into the app and it does all the calculations for you as far as the required personal info. So like I said, it needs your age, your weight, your activity level, and it walks you through how to figure out what that is, your activity level. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll do all the calculations for you to find that sweet spot between those two targets. All you have to do is scan the barcode of the food label uh, of what you're going to eat automatically logs all the nutritional info for you. You don't have to enter each thing. You just scan a barcode. Uh, it's easy to be, it's used. And I'll be honest with you, it, you know, when you're first starting to use it, it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty fun because it does all the, all the work for you. You know, um, right. when you see, and especially when you start to see it working for you, uh, you know, well, that's so, the, yeah. Yeah. And that, that's always the, you know, the, the, the gratification behind it, you know, yeah. now all that said, is it paid? Is it premium? Is it, okay. So there is a light version. Uh, I'm going to be putting a link in the podcast description today. If you use that, you can get the premium version for seven days for free. Um, and that's going to allow you to set goals for like sodium, sugar intake, your daily macros for all our keto people. Uh, and and maybe anyone else who, who's interested in what they're taking in uh, as far as macronutrient wise. So, you know, with that said, uh, I'm going to throw it over to Tony because Again, there is a whole other way of thinking about this whole thing with counting calories, whether or not you should or what have you. And I think we could probably start to preface what's coming in future podcasts with what he may have to say next. So uh, let me, folks, let me say this. uh, And we're going to continue to always say this because of the amount of information that you're receiving at one time. 
you have to remember, okay, that we're going to continuously go over this stuff with you on a regular basis, show after show after show. Sometimes we may move away from nutrition and get into the physical fitness part of it. Sometimes we may move away from both of those and move into the uh, the mental side of things and how you approach things mentally. But we're always going to keep coming back to this stuff. And here's another thing. I know that Joe just threw out a lot of information in terms of basal metabolic rate, what it means, what it is, um, the, the ceiling, the floor, how to calculate calories. Uh, he says, you know, there are equations. There, there are there's two equations that we use for bmr uh and, and for figuring out your calorie uh your total daily calorie you know expenditure um and and if possible joe uh we could put those in the link as well and sure, if people sure. want to take a look at them i could tell you this right now folks uh as somebody who had to use these formulas uh several times in my certification process with exercise science um uh with with international sports sciences i should say um you're going to look at these equations and say, uh, no, thanks. We're just going to use that app that Joe was talking about. <laughs> uh, trust me. Um, the equations are in detail. Um, some of the factors remain constant. Some of them you have to change because of what he said, your age right. and so on and so forth. Oh, and, uh, and real quick, let me let me uh, touch on sure. that. With that Lose It app, as you change, as your weight starts to change, as things start to change, your goal set, it automatically makes the adjustments for you calorically, um, what you need to do and how you need to adjust your your, uh, your your eating habits as well. So you know it it, it takes into account those variables, which is which is nice as yeah. well. It makes things easy in the beginning. Yeah, and, and, and let me just throw this in: it has nothing to do with the show, folks. You're going to learn more and more about my ADD uh, as as we go on. And for some <laughs> reason, Joe, just now when you start saying about and this change and that change, I don't know why, but all I could picture was Rocky. Uh, if I could change and you can change, you can change. we all could change. change. We all could. And so I was going through that movie in my head and didn't hear a word you just said. Yeah. So that's my, that's my squirrel. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just had to throw that in there. Uh, anyway, uh, that being said, uh, and I, uh, did I cut you off or am I good to go? Oh no, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, no, basically that being said, um, you know, Everything he just explained exactly how we approach it as professional trainers, um, trust me, uh, all the intricate workings of figuring out BMR and everything he was talking about with the Lose It app and so on and so forth, uh, this is stuff that may work. It's been working for him. That's why he's been talking to you about it. Folks, if you jump aboard this train that Joe just talked about, the more you learn about it, the more we explain it to you, and it's working for you, stay with it. We're, mm -hmm. Don't go, oh, well, wait a minute. Now they're telling me to do a zigzag method. Now they're telling me, if, listen, pick a method, stick with it, ask questions. If it's working for you, don't switch what you're doing. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Oh, and, and on that note, those questions... There's going to be where you can, you know, there's, um, um, I, I believe it's a link where you could leave voice messages. You have questions, ask them. We'll put it on the show. If you don't, you know, again, if you don't want your voice on the show, that's fine. Just say so in the message. And, uh, but we will definitely address it. That's, that's not a problem. Yeah. And that's, and that's good stuff right there. And, and, and so let me say this. And, and the reason why I say that is because now I'm going to throw something else at you. And some of you are going to go, oh no, what we were just trying to get into what he, you were, no, again, it's really us prefacing everything that we're going to be talking about on other shows. So don't think that we're not coming back to all this again and again. And, you know, so that being said, uh, 
and this is a conversation that we're going to definitely carry on into next week. There's another option, which is, you know, becoming more and more science-backed yearly based on all the research and data that's being presented. All right. Now, that conversation, for the most part, is going to be reserved for next week's show. Yeah, that might be best because, I mean, it's face, there's a lot of information in today's show. But perhaps we should start to talk about that insulin uh, the re- resistance and uh, sensitivity, the stuff we were talking about to set up for next week. Sure. Uh, I mean, let's dive in. All right. Let's dive in. Uh, a simple definition. All right. We've all heard, listen, we've all heard the word insulin, right? And I, I know growing up, when I heard the word insulin, the first word that came to my mind was sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, insulin, sugar, sweet. All right. It's a whole different ballgame. Uh, you know, a simple definition, you know, when we're talking about insulin, we're talking about the hormone that dictates to the body, whether it can burn fat as a primary source of energy or store it. It's as simple as that. Now, does it get a lot more in detail than that? Yes, but that's what it is. Insulin is basically the hormone that makes the decision on whether or not you're going to burn fat or store fat. So, so you, you, basically, because this was a huge misconception for me for actually an embarrassing amount of years, yeah. insulin isn't just a medication. No, no. And, and, I, I honestly thought it was just the medication. I had and, no idea. And, and I'm hoping that eventually, uh, and we will have doctors on the show that can explain that process. Because as somebody who is not a doctor, um, I never really understood uh, why we give people insulin and I'll leave it at that. Mm. And then we will talk about that when we get our opportunity to bring uh, medical professionals on, sure. uh, because th- that is something as a, as a trainer with my background, uh, it doesn't make sense based on the research that I have been looking at for, for quite some time now. Right. Um, you know, and so that, that being said, Insulin itself, let me get back on track here. It's sure. created you know, by a process in the pancreas, right? The pancreas is where it's created. Typically, you know, during food consumption uh, of the macronutrient, carbohydrates. So anytime we eat anything that has carbs in it. Yeah, basically, yes. Uh, right. When you're eating a high-protein, high-fat diet, this is not usually when the process is going to take place typically. Right. So uh, Carbohydrates. So, you know, we eat carbs. Our digestive system breaks them down, and that starts immediately as soon as we start chewing our food. Our right. digestive process takes place immediately as we begin to chew our food. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and we, we break them down into what we call glucose, and then that is released into our bloodstream. And then at this point, that's when the pancreas begins to create insulin. So once we release the glucose into the bloodstream, we've che- started chewing our food, then the pancreas begins to create insulin. And the insulin's job is to open up the walls of our cells and allow the glucose into the cell to give us the energy we need to operate, to function. It's the primary source of energy in the human body. So I- insulin in and of itself is not a bad thing, but there are, there, it can be uh, if you have a problem with your insulin. If it's, yes. if you're, uh, we know, and we'll touch on this, if you're insulin resistant, yes. uh, that could be a problem. But it's it's a basic function that we all have. This this happens for all of us uh, as long as it's a healthy, you know, thing going on for us, right? Correct. Okay. It, it's, it's a process that has to take place. 
it's not uh, it's not a function of our body you know a lot of people say the appendix the appendix is in your body and there's literally no function to this except to go get it taken out right 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 now in this situation here the pancreas is 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 uh, is creating insulin for a, a very important purpose for mm. cellular energy within the body. You have yeah. to have it in order for all 11 systems to operate. Sure. Um, glucose is a very important source of energy. Mm-hmm. What we want to do is make it a secondary source of energy. We want to create a situation, which we're going to talk about. This is another rabbit hole. We want to create a situation in our bodies where our bodies use fat, stored fat from foods that we have eaten and burn that as a primary source of energy and glucose as the secondary source of energy. Right. And there's a way to go through that process. And again, that's another rabbit hole that we'll keep going through on show after show after show. Yeah. And, and, and let me say real quick, for those of you that are thinking, oh, these guys only do keto. No, that isn't, no, that isn't no. what we're talking about. Also, know that we don't only do one thing. Again, we are addressing everything. You're going to hear us talk about keto, intermittent fasting, South Beach diet. But, Atkins I mean, we will diet. Get Atkins diet. We're Low talk carb about diet, yeah. carnivore diet. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's not to down any of them. It's just to discuss what it is. And as an option, maybe that's something that, that uh, uh, you as the listeners may decide, hey, I want to give that a try. It sounds like something that will fit my lifestyle best. And that's what it's all about. So right. just so, you know, uh, because I'm sure there are not everybody listening is, is sitting there going, gee, I wonder what they're talking about. There's quite a few that are going, oh, they want to do keto and I'm not listening to that anymore. Well, you're right. doing yourself a disservice because that isn't only the only thing that we're going to be talking about. Um, right. I'm sorry. Did you wrap up there or? Uh, no, you, well, um, I, I think you uh, want to dive a little deeper into it in the, in the next show you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's 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 uh, that's basically what I want to do. Uh, sometimes, you know, the science has to be presented, uh, but we realize many of our listeners simply want to know what it is. How do they handle it? They don't want to know. So, so many of our listeners probably want to hear the science. They need to know why am I doing what I'm doing? How right. is that? And they're, it's very interesting to them. Some of our listeners say, listen, I'm listening to you guys because you're going to tell me what I need to eat and you're going to tell me what I need to do to be in the best shape I could possibly be in. And I don't care about all this. So, I, you know, we, we kind of we're going to have our shows where, you know, very little science involved in, listen, this is an idea for you right here. Try this. And then we're going to have shows where we're talking like we're talking right now about these particular aspects and how they fit into why you're doing what you're doing. Right. Uh, Right. The the intricacies of everything. Um, Okay. So I had touched on a little bit ago when I said, you know, unless there's a problem with your insulin, everybody's body goes through this process, right? Right. And the one that I touched on, of course, is insulin resistance. Now, a lot of people, when they think insulin, not only do they think sugar, but they think diabetes. And for good reason, because as I had said, for the longest time, I thought insulin was a medicine that people with diabetes had to had to take as a shot in their stomach. That's how I, I was just completely ignorant of sure. the whole thing. I had no idea what any of it, how any of it worked um, until at one point when I was put on metformin to regulate my A1C, okay? And then right. I started to, you have to learn at that point. Um, since then, of course, I've been taken off of it and my A1C has been bottomed out. It's not even an issue. Um, but insulin resistance. So basically, as Tony was saying, as you eat food and your body is doing all of this, your body mm-hmm. will spike its insulin, right? Your carbs, the carbs will create a spike in insulin from the pancreas. Mm-hmm. 
Correct. Those spikes, your body within time, just like anything else, people get uh, build a resistance to uh, 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 certain medications. They have to be put on other medications because the body has gotten adapted to, it's gotten used to the insulin. And that's what can happen with the constant spiking of insulin. Okay. Now, if you remember in a previous podcast, I had talked about one of the things that makes a difference uh, in 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 losing weight in a healthy way was the time between your meals. It wasn't just what you were eating. It was how often you were eating them. Very much so. And so when you're getting these constant insulin spikes every two or three hours, your body can start to build a resistance to it. And some people have a, their body has built this resistance, but they're not quite a diabetic. So there's no real cause for caution, not in their mind. Okay. However, When this has happened, you start to notice things like weight plateau and gaining weight, even though I'm doing everything that I was doing before. And how come this is being an issue? Okay, it can start to create these sort of issues for you. And so you want to start to think about this is where I was talking about the amount of time between your meals so that you decrease those insulin spikes. And even when you do eat, eating foods that are less, nobody's saying no carb, low carb, less carb saturated. When we talk about the glycemic index and glycemic load, yes, that's coming in a future podcast, probably the next one, Um, you know, and determining on what the food is that you're about to eat, what kind of impact it has on your insulin. You know, I saw an example one time, uh, and I can't remember which, you know, I I listen to so many different people and I read so many articles and I research so many different things that I don't remember where I saw this example at, but it was a great example. If you can imagine uh, insulin resistance uh, as um, a situation where the cells don't allow the the glucose in, they don't have any more room. Uh, for for any uh, glucose in the cell, and therefore they become resistant to the insulin. Obviously, thus the name. Uh, imagine it as a as a door getting thicker and thicker, and the only way to break the door is using a battering ram. Mm-hmm. So then, insulin sensitivity uh, is the exact opposite. Imagine insulin sensitivity as a screen door. Yeah, just where it's, right it just lets it right in. There mm-hmm. is very little resistance and. The reason why is because there's very little in the body that's creating insulin from the pancreas. Uh, it, it, you, there's not as much insulin in the body, so to speak. Yeah. And here's the yeah. big takeaway from it all. As long as it's allowing that much glucose to go into the cells, it's not being stored as fat. No, it's being used as energy. It's being used as energy. So yeah. you're not gaining weight. You're not storing glucose as fat. That is important. All right. No, but no, and we. Go, go ahead. No, no, go well, ahead. We, have to, we have to remember this, though, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, think that uh, insulin um, uh, just, you know, affects specific cells in the body, certain mm-hmm. cells. And that's not the truth, okay? That's absolutely false. It affects several different areas of the body. Um, you know, uh, it affects uh, the liver. Yep. It affects the muscles. And lastly, it affects adipose tissue, fat tissue. Fat tissue. Um, and it, and this is where weight gain begins its process. Right, right. And you know what? I heard it best explained. It was a, uh, I had to look it up myself uh, t- for this show because I'm like, well, what is the difference between the two of them? And this was the perfect explanation. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was put out to where it's like a parking lot, right? Okay. So let's imagine 
Insulin is the valet to the glucose cars. Insulin runs the glucose into specific parking lots, right? So you have right. three parking lots for the glucose to go to. Your liver, which mm -hmm. it goes to first. Then after it fills up, it starts to park more glucose cars into the muscle. Mm -hmm. And after that fills up, it starts to go ahead and park it down in the adipose, down in your fat cells. Okay. Yeah. And so, keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. It could park it in adipose tissue all day long. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And so and so the idea is if you're insulin sensitive, right. it, it is only There's burning not as, it's burning from the liver and the muscles before it ever has a chance to fill up the adipose. Number one. Number two, when you're dealing with insulin sensitivity because you're not eating so many carbohydrates every two hours, right. and therefore the pancreas is not creating as much insulin, and therefore it's not necessary for the cells to become uh, resistant to so much insulin in the body. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you don't have to worry about the liver ever filling up, and that's where you get fatty liver, by the way, uh, right. and, and the muscles not filling up. Non-alcoholic yeah. fatty liver. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. and that's, and that's, yeah. So it, it's important to remember, if you remember it that way, that, uh, you know, again, insulin drives the glucose in the three separate parking lots. It starts with the liver. And when the liver fills up, then it goes to the muscle. And when the muscle fills up, then it starts to store as fat. But if you're insulin sensitive, you're burning it up in the liver and muscles before it ever, and, and it'll keep, once the liver's open, it's going to start to store there again. It never has a chance to, to load up the adipose fat tissue uh, parking lot because you're constantly emptying the liver and the muscle parking lot, right? Right. Also, alternatively, when you start to work out and you start to, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're watching what you're eating, you're eating less carbs and what have you. See, there's this uh, insulin also acts sort of like the parking lot monitor, right? And right. it makes it so that you first have to burn from your liver and from your muscles before it even allows you to tap into the fat. So it's also the last place that everything comes out of. So this is why it's so easy to gain weight and so tedious to, to take it off. It's just your body working as it's supposed to, and it's based on what you are feeding it and the amount of times you're feeding it. And that's what it's all about. Now, we're going to go over this about a million more times because uh, it, it applies to Pretty much, you know, any diet that we're going to talk about, this same process is still going to take place. Right. And, and so, you know, we have to kind of look and say, well, this is what happens biologically, scientifically. This is what happens. We know that. It isn't based on theory. It isn't based on philosophy. This happens. Okay. And so we can apply this process to... Uh, a ketogenic diet. We can apply it to the South Beach diet, to Atkins. To we can apply it to every pro and say, well, how would that affect that? If it fills the three parking lots first and and burns it in the opposite order, well, what does that say? Does it say that this is something that sounds like you should do, you shouldn't do? Is it the same as something else and just a matter of easier for you in your lifestyle? Maybe you're busy. Maybe it's an easier thing to do. You know. It's all subjective is what I'm saying. But this process will apply to every every diet, uh, whether it be fad or proven, that we address here. Well, yeah, I mean, here's, here's the bottom line. We just gave you the framework of understanding, of understanding a calorie and what is insulin. And, and the reason why we picked those two is because they're the basis for understanding weight loss and weight gain. 
If you sit there and say, they just gave us 45 minutes and I cannot remember this or that, you know what the beauty of a podcast is? You can listen to it again. Mm. You can actually take notes. Yeah, you can actually take notes and write down at what time we said this, this, and this, and just go back to that one part you want to hear again and, and, and listen to it again, get a better understanding of it. You can ask us questions. And we can dwell on this, like Joe said, and so many different other diets and, and lifestyle changes. And this groundwork will apply. And not everybody is going to use this particular diet. They're going to use a different diet. We haven't even really talked about particular diets yet. No. Um, uh, and when you find the one that works for you, that's why, folks, that's why it's called exercise science. It's a science, which means it's constantly changing. There's a constant evolution. There's constantly things that are happening that are different, things that are being found through research, through studies. And, and so it's always going to change. And when you find what works for you, you have to do some work. Everything can't be handed to you. When you find what works for you, you stick with it. It's that simple. You stick with it. We're going to give you a million different ideas, put them together, and try and figure it out. I mean, and, and that's that's all we can do. We can't say, John, this is exactly what you need to do. And Sally, this is exactly what you need to do. John and Sally are two different people and they need to find by everything we're giving them, all the information we're giving them, they need to find what works best for them. And we're going to give you all those different pathways. Simple as that. So, yeah. Okay. So, you know what? I think it's probably time that we uh, start to wrap it up. Um, I, we've given them about 45 minutes worth of uh, uh, information. I, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, again, it could, they find what works, uh, starts to work best for them. Don't forget, check out that Lose It app. Um, you know, it, the link is going to be in the description of this podcast. Again, you get the first week for free. Um, and that should be it. Don't forget, we have voice messages. Uh, also, you'll find a link there as well. If you have any questions, remarks, comments, opinions, uh, you know, you want to want to leave us a message, feel free. We'd be more than glad to address it online uh, on the air. Also, if you don't want your voice on the air, of course, leave that in the message as well. We'll leave you out. Uh, and that should do it. Uh, other than be sure to listen to us each week. We're going to release a new episode next Wednesday as well, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, uh, Tony, you have anything else? Uh, I just want everybody out there to continue pushing it. Be the best you. That's all we ask. Outstanding. All right, everyone. Take care. Take care.